Hello guys, welcome back to my podcast, Grow and Glory with Me. On today's episode <laughs> of this podcast, I'm having a friend and a sister. Hey. Right? I've known Ugochi since secondary school. Yeah. Right? Yes. Yeah. And when I was thinking about who was going to handle this particular topic, I thought, hmm, we've had conversations on quite a number of things mm-hmm. and I've listened to her, I've seen her grown as well, and I realized, oh, I think she's actually the best person to have this conversation on my podcast, right? Thank you. So I'm going to allow her to introduce herself, right? And yeah, we'll get right into the conversation. Okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Ugochi. I like to be referred to as simply Ugochi, just Ugochi. (laughs) No titles, um, you know, no accolades or whatever. I'm just a lover of God who is seeking to serve Jesus with all of my life. So, yeah, it's nice to meet all of you. All right. Thank you once again, Ukochi, for Welcome. coming on board. Welcome. All right. So, today's episode, we're having a topic on character development, mm-hmm. right? And um, there's something I usually say about Christians. If you're spreading the gospel, if you're reading your Bible, if you think it's about praying alone and your character is not changed or your life is not transformed, mm-hmm. then you really need to check your life and know what you're doing. So, as a Christian, there is this particular thing I hear people say, that's how I am, that's how my personality is. Mm. But I've come to realize that you need to watch how you respond to things, how you react to things, and be sure that whatever it is you're doing is mm-hmm. in line with the fruit of the Holy Spirit. And we have mm. quite a number of them. We have patience, peace, love, kindness. So if your character or your acts are not surrounding the truth of the Spirit, mm. then you really need to check and see what to do about your character. Yeah. I realize again that there was something they put out in public one time that there are some people that listen to quite a number of messages, a lot of pastors, mm-hmm. listen to Koinonia, to mention a few, mm-hmm. this is Pastor B, and then their character is not being changed. Mm-hmm. So what do we call that? Is it that they are not probably like paying attention to the things that need to be changed mm-hmm. or are they blaming it on their temperaments? So we're going to be talking about quite a number of temperaments. We have four of them, yeah. right? We know the excesses on all these temperaments, but... Knowing your temperament is one, and allowing the Spirit of God to walk in you mm-hmm. is another. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what we're going to be doing on this podcast, right? Okay. So I'm going to allow my guest, <laughs> my honorable guest, to help us like dissect what she thinks generally character development is, and as a Christian, mm-hmm. what you should also take note as. Okay, um, so for me, character development is basically, as a Christian now, and I'm going to speak from biblical standards, character development is basically submitting your life to be transformed so that it looks like Jesus every day. Um, I believe that it is Romans chapter 12, verse 1, that says um, something about offering your life as a living sacrifice, Mm -hmm. which is reasonable and acceptable. So I truly believe that character development is a person submitting their life to Christ so that they can look more like Christ in very, very simple terms. Submit your life to Christ so you can look more like Christ. So I I like what you said when you started off with saying people listen to messages, (laughs) people speak in tongues, Mm -hmm. people like to speak Christianese in that sense, Mm -hmm. but then their character has not stayed reflecting Jesus. And so you start to wonder, um, so what's the problem? What's the problem? So I'll take it from two angles. Mm -hmm. First, let me start with the fact that some people like to just be associated with something that looks like it's the in thing. Mm -hmm. So like Apostle Paul said one time, Apostle Paul was talking, he said, 
think when he went to the church of is it Corinth or Ephesians, I'm not sure now. But then he was preaching and he was saying, some people are preaching because they are jealous of us. Mm -hmm. Some people are preaching because they want to be like us. Mm -hmm. Either way, it doesn't matter because anyway, Jesus is being glorified. Mm -hmm. So whenever something looks like it's in vogue, you would always meet that percentage of people who want to just be part of the story mm -hmm. and try to claim that they are part of a movement. So there's that part. Mm -hmm. So those ones are not usually actually submitting their life to be transformed. Mm -hmm. They just want to look like I'm part of this. They don't want to have that fear of missing out. Mm -hmm. So that may be part of that. There's that, there's that sect of people. Yeah. Then there's another sect that they, are, they actually want to be transformed. But then they have blind spots that they are not aware of. So this is how I would explain that. The Bible says, faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. That particular part where I said faith comes by hearing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't just mean that it's when you hear, 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 that faith comes. It means that, that comes there means faith literally comes alive. Mm -hmm. It gets to a point in your work with God that the word of God will have so stored up in your spirit, man, it literally activates mm -hmm. you. And so even with even character flaws that you were not aware of, when you do them, you're like, ah, I don't think this is right. Mm -hmm. I don't think this is correct. And God, please help me. Yeah. So one thing I would say is that when it comes to working with God, it is so important mm -hmm. that you are, you are submitted yeah. and that every single time, just like check-ins that people have in relationships or to say, okay, my partner, um, am I doing okay? Is there something that you'd like mm -hmm. that I'm not doing? What's your feedback? constantly ask feedback from God. Mm -hmm. If you see that God is your all in all as you profess, if you believe that God is your best friend, he's your lover, he's your father, you want to be intimate with yeah. him. If you want to be intimate with someone, it's a constant relationship building. Let me, let me just stop you there because the next point I was going to raise is mm -hmm. for you to build character, you need to have a constant relationship yes. with God. I will allow you go down. <laughs> so, so like you have to actually have a relationship with God. Yeah. And a relationship with God is not something that just happens overnight. Mm -hmm. So, for, like you, you talked about personality. Yeah. So for me, uh, I think that I'm a choleric and a melancholy. Mm -hmm. And so sometimes being a choleric, um, you are driven, you are you're like, yeah, let's just go get it. Being a melancholy, sometimes you can be so withdrawn into yourself that you lose yourself but am i going to allow my personality get in the way of my fellowship with god mm -hmm. so i'm going to give you a practical example before i even came here this morning okay. i had a rough night and that's not because you know it was supposed to be rough but in my melancholy self i was overthinking something that was a blessing so god blessed me with something and i feel like oh my god oh my god Oh my God. It's not to just receive. Mm. I mean, I was coming this morning and I think the scripture that came to my heart was, it's more blessed um, it's more blessed to give than to receive. And God has told me there's also a blessing in receiving and that's where I want you to be now. Mm. You always give, so receive. Okay. So that's a character that I need to change. I find it very, very difficult to receive. If you're nice to me, I'm like, why? If I'm nice to what you... you just said that. <laughs> I was going to say 
thing. You know, there are some points at every season in your life yeah. where he's trying to teach you a character that and you need to exactly, exactly, exactly. That period in your life, you need to exactly sit down, yeah, and accept it, exactly. and learn what God is trying to teach exactly. you. Exactly. So I completely, I completely agree. Yeah. So I would say when I first gave my life to Christ, maybe the first thing that God had to deal with me was probably um, um, lying. So like white lies. So like I'm, I'm trying to go somewhere because I'm, I'm, I was used to being an omogetting side. Mm. So if I needed to go out, I needed to say something that was... Tell you it's what they want to Exactly. <laughs> but when I gave my life to Christ, I was like, no, that's not it. And I started mm. to realize that every season, mm. God was changing something. God was changing something. Mm. So that intimacy, that relationship... Is what forms character. See, if you pay too much attention mm. to the fact that you're saying, oh, I want my character to be developed, you would probably lose God. Mm. But staying in God mm. is how the Bible says um, good co- um, evil communication corrupts good manners. It's the same way that if you stay around good people well enough, mm. you will blend. Yeah. So if you, if you stay around God enough, you are too small to be able to contaminate God's goodness. Instead, his goodness will rub off on oh, you. True. True. His goodness will rub off on you. And that goodness shows up in your character. Mm-hmm. And that's why God always God always emphasizes on process. Mm-hmm. For you to go through... I like how you're just <laughs> going behind what I want to talk about. Go through your process so you can be reformed. Mm-hmm. So there are things that we're asking God for. You want to, so for, for example, somebody wants to be on a global stage. You want to be... You know, you're saying you want to be an ambassador for Christ. You want to... You want to be the president of World Bank. It's a goal. It's a dream. It's something that you want to achieve. Yeah. And God is like, hey, sure, 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 sure. you get there. But God is like, you can't get there when you still have a stealing problem. You can't get there when you still have a lying problem. You can't get there when you're not even disciplined enough to be hardworking mm-hmm. or to stick to doing difficult things when they need to be done. So it is so important that yeah. you live a surrendered life. I think that is where character is is most formed. Mm. So for me now, because I my, because my mind was very submitted, saying God, I really want to learn this thing. It was easy for me to pick up in my spirits randomly when I was just coming here, and I just said, it's more blessed to give than to receive. But God had to say, there's a blessing in receiving. I want you to emphasize more on mm. the surrendered life. I realize most Christians, mm-hmm. as much as we want to be like, God have your way, we still want to have our own oh, way. Oh, please tell me about it. <laughs> so, tell me about that. You are trying to teach you something. Let's put for instance, it's trying Ooh. to make you give yourself Ooh. away totally. Mm. But you still want to, you know, when God wants to tell you, oh, this is his will, this is going to happen. He's not going to plan it in your direction. He knows how you want it to oh, be because there are certain things along the way he wants to learn. Yeah. And in your mind, you're like, but I've pictured it to be this way. Mm. You now want to go in your direction. But eventually I realized that when you let go, it still yeah. happens. Yeah. You know, the end game is mm. going to happen the way you want it to. Mm-hmm. I want to talk about that process. Mm. Because in the process, it's not always it's not. roses. Nope. It's you not. go through it's some not. places where you cry and be like, God, it's not. It's <laughs> this not. wasn't what, literally what I asked for. But really mm. it's what you asked for. Mm. It's trying to build, help you build capacity. Because mm. when you get to another phase, yeah. you are like, he has taught you something at one point in yeah. your life. So I want you to like really emphasize on surrendering to God. Okay. Because. So on surrendering to God, and this is based on a personal lesson that I have been learning in this season of my life. Mm. Eh? <laughs> the first thing I would say when it comes to surrendering to God is that 
I'll say it, let me say it in, in our local Nigerian palace. Nobody you go tell God what he go do. You can't determine how God will do what he wants to do. You can have an idea of what you want. Fine. No wahala. But you cannot determine for God. And that's what most of us want to do. We, we say, oh God, this is it. You want to use God as a tool. But you're so small. You can't wield God as a tool. It's not possible. So if you know, you, you can't have two masters. In a ship, mm -hmm. the ship will wreck. True. So somebody has to come, come down, down so that one can lead. Yeah. And it will be like how God describes the marriage relationship when He says the man will be the head, the woman will submit, just as Christ is head of church mm -hmm. and you know His bride submits to Him. Mm -hmm. So let's not talk, let's not talk about marriage. Let's talk about Christ and um, the church submitting to Him. Yeah. Surrenderness for me is like I said. I'll, I'll go back to my personality traits and I'll say. I know how I can be. So, in my choleric part of things, I am planned, organized, and I just know how things should pan out. I'm a project manager. So, I'm like, yeah, pa, 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 by this, by this time, blah, 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 blah. I understand. And, and then God is coming and God is like, no. Mm -hmm. You will go back to this place first. Yeah. Then you go back to Oshodi. Imagine I want to go to Bagada and God is saying, I go to Ikorodu first. I'm like, I don't understand. Bagada is here. I will just take one bus. And he's like, no. So surrenderedness is you letting go and understanding that you are not actually smart. The minute you can admit and say, actually, I'm not that smart. And God is like the author of all wisdom. And the Bible literally says, the even the even the foolishness of God in that sense is wiser than the wisdom of men. Yep. So surrenderedness is knowing that your your ability to make decisions is so infinitesimal in the grand scheme of things. Mm -hmm. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, mm -hmm. but then the end thereof is destruction. Mm -hmm. The Bible also says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. Mm -hmm. In all your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. I'm speaking from these things out of experience of what my current season is. I'm saying God has literally put something really amazing mm -hmm. in my path. And I'm just like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm so jittery about it. And I'm like, if somebody has given you, just surrender now and enjoy. Okay, now let me take it. <laughs> So you know when God has literally or you know brought to your conscious mm. about something you need to work on mm -hmm. and you're like, Okay, how do I go about this? Mm. What do I do? Most times the first step usually we take is we pray, we yeah. ask God for leading. Yeah. And it now looks like the things that happen is not what you're expecting. Mm -hmm. Let's take for instance, you're asking God to grant you the strength to be more patient. Mm. You now mm -hmm. realize things will start coming, they'll start testing your patience. I'm telling you. <laughs> I'm so, for someone who's literally like trying to make efforts, yeah. you know, get better at a particular thing, maybe mm -hmm. there are some things, flaws they literally see that they need to work on. Yeah. What do you advise after they all they've prayed about it, they've taken steps, you know? Mm. For instance, most of them are like, oh, for me personally, like, what I do is I probably listen to messages that talk about that character flow yeah. and how to get better. Yeah. So, what do you suggest they do mm. for someone who is like, oh, prayed about it, listened to messages? What do you think they can do to like get better now that they are fully aware mm. of those things that they need to work on? Okay. Um. So I like how you say, you know, first of all, the person was able to recognize that yeah. 
this is something that I need to work on and mm -hmm. something that I need to change. Secondly, the person actually went in in search of knowledge, yeah. knowledge that can transform them, mm -hmm. knowledge that can make them better. The next step I would say is for you to rest. And that's the hardest part. Again, my personality. Let me not say my personality. Let me just say how I am. There's, a, there, there's this inability for me to just calm down and allow things just fall in, in place when it is the right time. Mm -hmm. Just leave it. Leave it. So the thing is, now that you're ready, you've done what you can humanly do. Mm -hmm. Allow God to do his own divine work. Mm -hmm. Let me give an example of somebody who used to be a smoker. Let's say the person smokes, right? Mm -hmm. And then this person was smoking and smoking, but the person kept running back to God, running back to God. God help me, God help me, God help me. This person started to build fellowship with God, mm -hmm. became more intimate. So let's say he had certain prayer times. Let's say the person decided that every 3 p.m., I would pray for 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. And every 3 p.m., this person ensured that they showed up. All of a sudden, they didn't realize when the urge to smoke was no more there. So there's this thing that comes from a place of when you remove your hand from the matter mm. and focus on what you can, what you can actually um, change. Mm. So you can't change that, right? Yeah. But what can you change? You can change on praying. You can change on seeking God's face. You can change. You can change. You can. You can. You can control reading your Bible. Yeah. So focus on those. Mm. And even your circle. Yes, your circle, your friends. Yeah. Exactly. The more you abide, the Bible says in John chapter fifteen, it says. I am the vine and you are the, you are the branches. You cannot exist. I'm, I'm paraphrasing now. You can't exist without me, literally. If you are removed from me, you will die. True. You will wither. Mm. So you have to always be attached to me. Mm -hmm. The process of cleaving to God, mm -hmm. that's where the work might be for you. So, so for you to constantly run back, run yeah. back and run back, mm -hmm. eventually it will stop. There are characters in your life right now, things that you used to do, bad habits, that you, you can't remember where it dropped off. But you just realize that, I, I don't do this thing anymore. anymore. So it's the effect of the presence. Mm. The Bible says, I will never leave you, never will I forsake you. And I need to mention it here, that no matter how you think you are right now, mm. God is not tired. He literally came to die for mankind that was not even receiving him. Mm -hmm. He was on the cross, and then he still said, "Father, forgive them, for they don't know what they are doing." Ah, that's a that's a love that cannot be expressed. So hinge your existence on the love of God, and, and that is one part that Christians do have not come to the full understanding of. It's easy for Christians to say, "I love God, I love God," but like I'll say it again, your love is so infinitesimal. Your love is so small. It can't hold water. Mm -hmm. But when you hinge it on the love that God has for you and say, God loves me, God is patient. Mm -hmm. It's not that God is patient with me. God is patient. It's not his, it's not God's character. It is his nature. Mm -hmm. He's patient. So is it is it an excuse for me to keep running into sin? No. Mm -hmm. But I will keep coming back and say, God help me. So when God, God, God is not a wicked God, He sees your heart, He sees that this person really wants to change. The more you abide, it's, it's, you will change. You will not know when those things leave you. So, again, yourself, be patient with yourself. Because 
and this is also a word for me because I'm also talking to myself. Yeah, like be patient with yourself and understand that God is never looking at you and saying, I beg this girl, she doesn't even listen. I'm going to correct her. You know, there was the time I posted on my Instagram, mm. I was mm-hmm. like, when God is teaching you character, people mm. won't clap for you. Mm. Even you yourself, you might not really see yeah. it, but yeah. you just need to follow the process yeah. and understand that really something is working. Yeah. For you, right? I, I think for me, my biggest victories are the ones that I knew that I was able to win on the inside of me. So people can easily give me accolades outside mm-hmm. and I'm like, yeah, but the ones that make more sense to me the are the ones I, I know that, ah, more yes, I don't overcome this thing and God is, God is smiling down mm-hmm. at me. But you need to understand that even when it looks like you are messy, God is still smiling down at you. And when you are dirty, what you do is have a bath. So when you still feel like you don't, you're not matching up to God's standards, go back. But sometimes we don't always, that's not our first reaction to things. Sometimes it wants to be like Adam and go and hide. But run back. Like the prodigal son, he'll be the one that's even running. You've not even, you're not even doing half of the work. He's, he's doing more. He's preparing a feast for you. He's excited. And no matter how many times the prodigal son had to run away, mm-hmm. his father would have done, he would have th- thrown that same um, lavish party every single time. You have to understand that God loves you. Yeah. You have to understand that. So yeah. that's, that's what now, I would now, say. Now to like, wrap up everything we said, yeah. I was going to talk about, um, want you to talk about accountability mm-hmm. and commitment. Mm-hmm. I believe that community and accountability partner Mm-hmm. Partners play a major role in yeah, I agree. So, for instance, probably you've noticed you've been struggling with something for a while, yeah. and you've prayed about it, you've taken the steps that you mentioned. Mm-hmm. I feel like you might still need one or two persons, mm-hmm. or like a close partner, like yeah, to like you know, watch after and be like, Oh, this happened again, someone you can always run back mm-hmm. to, you guys talk together. The person who won't be helping, yeah. So, I, I agree, I agree. That, yeah. Um, um, so I, I really I believe that covenant friendships are very vital to the growth of yeah. any believer especially a believer that is actually taking their work with god mm-hmm. really seriously mm-hmm. so covenant relationships don't have to you don't have to go in search of a mentor per se it could be you i'm yeah. um, like blessing oh we we had this podcast and i really expressed how i was struggling to just um, let's say receive or mm-hmm. i was struggling to just obey god or surrender can you please hold me accountable and blessings like, oh, so what are the things that you are finding difficult to surrender right now? Mm. This and that. And every fortnight, blessing can just say, ah, how far, Ogochi? What's up? Have you been able to, how are you, how are you dealing with this? Mm. So I think it's just that intentionality of friendship. Yeah. And understanding that you too should also be intentional in trying to also check up on your friend to say, how are you doing with this particular aspect of your life? Mm-hmm. Number two, I would say is don't be ashamed because one thing that the devil thrives on is shame, guilt, condemnation. And once you get into these three things, you are just like, oh no, my life is over. How will God accept me? And the devil will tell you that you are nothing. You are... Literally, the Bible talked about how Satan was fighting for the life of Joshua. Was in Moses now. Was fighting for him. Was saying that he's, he's this. And then he had to say, you, ha- you cannot accuse him. He's the accuser of the brethren. That's his work. He will always look for... But yeah. the blood of Jesus, the Bible says that we have overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the words of our testimony. Yeah. That's the third thing I want to say. Apart from you not being ashamed, you need to also rise up and say, mm-hmm. I am the righteousness of Christ, of God in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. You need to be able to know what your inheritance and what your heritage is. Yeah. Your inheritance are things that have been made available to you in Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. 
your heritage is where you are coming from. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians 5 verse 17, and it says, um, um, all things are passed away, and behold, all things have become new. There's now no condemnation for those who are in Christ Jesus. That's your heritage. That's the lineage from where you are coming. Your inheritance is that the Holy Ghost is always with you. He will never leave you, never forsake you. God will never give up on you. Yeah. Have I not told you, be bold and be courageous. You need to open up your mouth every single time. Yeah. That even when you think that you have fallen, counter it. Yeah. And say, in my flesh that fell, not my spirit. Mm -hmm. My spirit lords over my flesh. Mm -hmm. And you need to speak with such authority and make bold declarations. You will literally feel the devil scamper. You will feel a weight lift. You will feel your eyes brighten. You will feel your spirit come back to life. Mm -hmm. And always go back to your partners. Have scheduled times of prayer with people. Oh. Sometimes when you can't even pray alone, by the time you pick up your phone to talk to somebody to pray with them, you realize that, ah, ah so I have it. There's that thing. So, yeah, yeah I, I, I think... Sit down, remember that yeah. on this particular night, um, my prayer partner was supposed to pray. Like, mm -hmm. I was so tired. I was all weak. She, she was also like weak. We, we planned that we were mm -hmm. going to travel this particular thing. I just said, you know what, let me just stand up, pick up my phone. By the mm -hmm. time we just said a word, like we were just like only 15 minutes before wow. you went to an hour. Imagine. Like, <laughs> the devil just wanted us to like, you know, just yeah. do yeah. so like one of the vices of the enemy to yeah. pull you down, not make sure you are getting close to yeah. God. So finally, we're going to talk about forgiveness, mm. right? I realized for people who are working onto perfection, because mm. that's literally what we do. Mm. They now tend to like eat themselves yeah. up about the ones that they've done wrong in the past. <laughs> and that thing can get to a point that they feel very guilty. Yeah. Not even be like, ah, since I've been done this in the past, what, what's the use? Yeah. So, so let's like talk about like summary. Forgiving Forgiveness. yourself for what has happened mm. in the past and look onto the future. You mm. know, Apostle Paul said in um what part of it is that and forgetting things that are behind yeah. and looking onto the things that yeah. are forward. So let's just talk about that to like wrap up all the Okay, so forgiving yourself. Hmm. Um, let me take it from the biblical aspect of when Jesus actually talked about forgiveness and when the disciples came and said, said, how many times do we have to forgive this person? And God says, 70 times, 7 times. I think you should also apply it to yourself. How many times should I forgive myself, Lord? And God is like, 70 times, 70 times, 7 times. And I think in a day, you can't be that bad that you will wrong yourself 70 times, 7 times. So, one thing that leads that helps us with forgiveness is um, forgiving yourself. In this case, now is understanding that first you are human and you still live in this flesh. Yeah. The flesh will still be exposed to temptation. Your spirit man might have been transformed mm -hmm. into the um, into the way of Christ, yeah. but your flesh is still in existence. Mm -hmm. It's not an excuse. So now say, the Bible, um, Apostle Paul was saying, was saying, shall we continue in sin that grace might abound? He was like, God forbid. So the fact that you're wearing a white shirt and you know that your mom is always going to wash, it doesn't mean you should keep rolling in dirt every day. But then again, if you mistakenly forget yourself and find yourself in the mud, go back home and say, Mom, I'm sorry, with sincerity. Because God will always look on your heart. Yeah. And if like God says, I have separated your sin as far as the east is from the west. Mm -hmm. Even though your 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 sins be as red as scarlet, I will make them as white as wool. Mm -hmm. Forgiveness is an act of faith. Forgiving yourself is an act of faith. Mm -hmm. It's an act of faith because you believe yeah. that God has forgiven me. If God 
almighty, all holy, separate righteous by himself, mm -hmm. no sin, has said, oh, I've forgiven you. It's fine. Let it go. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Mm -hmm. Let it go. Please, let it go. Whatever sin it is, it, whatever sin it is right now that you're struggling with, you're trying to change, whatever, how, no matter how dark, <laughs> no matter how dark, please understand that if God says he has forgiven you and that you are sincere about it, forgive yourself. Will you fall? I will tell you free of charge that yes, you might. But will you stand and you stand to a point that you never fall again? You will. But then, understand that you're on a journey. Mm -hmm. You're on a journey. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank so you. To pray now. Yeah. We need to understand that character development is not a thing of perfection. Mm -hmm. It's just working on the perfection mm -hmm. and accepting the fact that whatever you do has to be in alignment with what the Spirit of God is doing. Yeah. It doesn't have to yeah. be out of it. Everything mm -hmm. has to align your character and your work in your decision yeah. and everything that you do. So we're going to pray. Mm -hmm. We know this Christianity work is something that you <laughs> like. But I might have been it all together. Goodness. Walking in faith, like Goodness. she said, like truly that's literally what we do. We walk in yeah. faith and not by sight. And we need to always be aligned in everything that we do. That daily after we live, often as after we breathe. Mm -hmm. That our life is an expression of Christ, an yeah. expression of God's grace. Mm -hmm. So go to the leaders in the prayer for okay. people who or for everyone, mm -hmm. because we also have things that we usually of course, you of know, course, struggle of with course. and God is just helping us. Of so course. let's just pray, mm -hmm. wrap it up from here. Okay. Yeah. Dear Father, we thank you and we bless you for what a beautiful time it was to just share about the goodness of your love. God, we do not have all the answers, neither do we know the exact things to pray. But your word tells us for sure that Jesus is there in heaven with you, making intercessions for us. And for that, we thank you. We thank you because on the days that we can't pray, you are praying over us. On the days that we can't sing to you, you are singing over us. Mm -hmm. We thank you because we can hinge our entire faith. We can hinge the entirety of our being. Mm -hmm. We can hinge the wholesomeness of our faith walk mm -hmm. on your love for us. Okay. I pray for everyone who will listen to this, everyone who is struggling with a particular character, or habit or struggling with a particular temptation or sin and they are saying they are tired of themselves and they want to give up and it looks like the devil is just you know hanging over them and there's just this sense of gloom in the name of jesus we speak with the authority of christ right now and we declare that there's peace in their hearts we declare an inflow of the peace of God. Let there be a peace that floods our heart like your rivers of living waters in the name of Jesus. Amen. Father, may they all embrace your love. Amen. May they come to an understanding that you have loved them with an everlasting love. That if you had to come back to this earth to die for them, just them, you would do it over and over. That's how expand expanded your heart is for man the angels literally say who is man that you're so mindful of him why why these people why these people and of all the beautiful things that you created god you say that we are the most beautiful of them all because you made us in your image and your likeness we thank you because we know that we have your nature in us we have your nature in us everything that has to deal with the flesh 
we denounce you now in the name of Jesus. Flesh, you have no power over us in the name of Jesus. Flesh, you have no power over us in the name of Jesus. For God has not given any of us here the spirit of timidity, cowardice of fear. But he has given us the spirit of power, love, and sound mind, and self-discipline. Abilities that result in a well, calm, and balanced mind. We thank you for that, God. Our minds are sound. Our minds are sound. Because that's the, as our soul that we make decisions from. In the name of Jesus, our spirit overrides our flesh. It also overrides our souls. In the name of Jesus, we thank you because we receive your help. Ebenezer, we receive your help today, now and forever. Thank you for your love, God. Thank you for your love. We ask of this in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. 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 Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me.